My name is Josh Peck, host of Peck Report on Daily Renegade. I used to suffer with chronic pain from a degenerative bone disease. I was hopelessly addicted to opioids without any end in sight. But then I discovered Kratom and CBD. I am no longer on prescription drugs and I have more energy and pain relief than ever before. Kratom and CBD have given me my life back without draining my bank account. If you too would like some minor to major pain relief, Kratom and CBD might be for you. Either click on the links in the description below this video or go to dailyrenegade.com on the top left banner or right side ad and check out Tropic Health Kratom and CBD. Use promo code HEALTH20 for 20% off your order and get your life back today. Hello everybody with this whole theme of 5G uh, happening and, and because it is hard to do YouTube videos on it because YouTube just wants to delete everything. I have a couple more things to uh, talk about regarding that uh, that we didn't have time for in the previous episode. So we're going to talk about that on this one. There are even more uh, things debunked about 5G. Now if you if you were a member then you were able to see last last time the entire interview that we did with Aaron Sampson who actually installs 5G for a living and guess what he's not sick and he's around this stuff all the time there are but there are some legitimate concerns that he brings up that that we do need to look at uh, but in order to get to the truth of the matter we need to get rid of all the lies so um i want to talk about some more of the common uh 5g you know um, conspiracy theories, and I, I want to look at how we can debunk those. And then, again, because there are legitimate concerns, we need to focus on the legitimate concerns like what Aaron uh, Sampson brought up in the previous PEC report. If you didn't see it, go to dailyrenegade.com right now, get a membership, and you'll be able to see it. Uh, but all that and so much more on today's um, PEC report. Hello, everybody. I hope you are doing well. Well, we certainly have a lot to talk about today. Uh, so, like I said last time, last time we talked um, in in a in the previous video. Um, I don't always know when these air, so I, I don't always know exactly when uh, you know what order things are. But but I, I believe it would have been the the episode uh, yesterday uh, to you guys. Uh, now, in that episode, we talked about this conspiracy theory about coronavirus being caused by 5G and how there really isn't any legitimacy to that claim. And we even talked with a um, a, a 5G worker who works with this stuff all the time and isn't sick 
And he actually broke down like what the technology actually is and that there are actual concerns. I mean, there are ways that this technology can can really be abused, like for tracking and, and things like that. Um, so I wanted to I wanted to start uh, I wanted to start kind of with this this Facebook post that I, I put up recently. And I, I, the reason that I do these sometimes and show you um, the you know, my um, my Facebook page is because not everybody can follow me on pace, Facebook because I've hit my limit. Uh, but on Facebook here, I, I shared a post from my friend uh, William Ramsey, who actually we have an excellent interview with William Ramsey that we're going to be uh, airing hopefully soon on Peck Report. Um, but he he talked about uh, corona deni deniers, you know, th this conspiracy around that coronavirus isn't even a real thing, that it's not, you know, the whole thing is fake, that viruses even aren't real. That's like the new thing. I swear, it's like it, it's like a contest to see who can be the most woke, to see who can be the most conspiratorial, who who can be who can who can have the crazy, craziest, fringiest ideas. It's more about it's more about the person than it is about the actual issue. So uh, he wrote, the, the corona deniers suffer from a disease almost as bad as the virus itself. Um, and, you know, he, he calls it a certain name that I, I, I worry if I say it on YouTube, YouTube will delete it, but you can see it there. But it says uh, it's a virus, that, and, you know, he's using this as kind of like, he's using the, the idea of a virus as like an analogy, that there's this, there's this, this, this way of thinking that people have adopted that's almost like worse than the actual disease. A virus that infects the mind and prohibits a person from seeing a thing for itself, but constantly contextualizing that thing by seeing it in terms of a false flag or crisis actors or controlled opposition, uh, Agenda 21, etc. Then, uh, they then virally afflict those around them with their false insight and conclusions. The lethality of the novel Corona is real. Most of you who think this is all for show and that the deaths and more concerning potential deaths are fake need serious help. Get it. And then so I wrote, um, I shared that and then I wrote my kind of commentary on it. So I wrote, I've seen a lot of posts about the supposed cause, but I honestly have not seen, seen a single post about the solution, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, because a lot of people are claiming that coronavirus is not real. They, they want to focus on what it actually is, what's really going on, what's really behind the scenes on this whole thing. But they don't ever give people a solution. They don't ever tell people about Jesus. They don't ever give people hope or peace. They just get people freaked out. That's all they do is just scare people. And then those are the same people that will project on people like me and say that I fear monger on Skywatch TV and that we at Skywatch will, will fear monger to people. They're projecting because they know they're doing that. So they want to project that sin onto somebody else so they don't have to feel bad about it. So because if you're calling out a sin, certainly you're not committing it them yourself. You know, that's that's the unconscious thinking. But in reality, they're just hypocrites. So we see this a lot. And then so I wrote, you know, nobody's no the people that are doing this. They're not providing a solution to anybody. They're just trying to be more woke than the last guy. They're not actually giving anybody the solution, the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I wrote, a lot of people are feeling hopeless and frightened right now. Suicide rates are skyrocketing through the roof. Now is the time to bring some peace into people's lives with the gospel. Yet, unfortunately, too many are more interested in showing how brilliant they are for figuring out the real cause of this disease. Which, by the way, even if they were right, it doesn't offer help... Um, or serve anybody else in the way that people really need it. Even if they were right, 
even even if people were right, even if 5G was causing coronavirus, it's not, but let's say it was, even if they were right, the way that they're they're presenting this information, it doesn't offer anybody anything. It doesn't help. It doesn't point to a solution. It doesn't it doesn't tell people about Jesus. There's no love or peace or joy or anything in it. There's none of that. All it is is ego-driven, uh, prideful uh, garbage, really. That's, that's all it is. The way that people are, even if they were right, it's the worst way possible to present a truth to somebody. Now, I don't believe they're, they're right at all. I don't think there's any evidence to suggest that coronavirus was created by 5G or any of these other ridiculous theories that are out there. But, but what I'm saying is it wouldn't even matter. You don't have to agree with me on that. Even if they are right, even if 5G is responsible, the way that these people are presenting the information is the worst way humanly possible. It ensures that only people that already agree will agree and people who don't agree will continue to not agree. All it is is divisive the way that it's presented, because it's ego-driven, because it's more about the person presenting it than it is about the information itself. I don't ever get any sense that anyone actually loves or really cares about people, and that's why they want to tell people this information, because it doesn't help anybody. Who cares what the cause is? The, the, the fact is that it's here, and how do we deal with it? You know, we can argue all day about if it's 5G or if it, you know, it, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't, that's just so not important. I'm not saying we shouldn't talk about it. We can talk about it, but we have to, we, we, we have to, we have to have perspective and realize what's most important here. The most important thing is whatever is causing it, Jesus Christ is the solution. Because again, people are, people are literally killing themselves over this thing. People are losing them, their jobs. I just read a, a, a story, a, an article today about a couple who ended up killing themselves because they, they thought, or I think it was a murder-suicide, but because they were worried about getting coronavirus. People are hopeless right now. And sharing all this 5G nonsense or just all these conspiracy theories, all it does is keep people scared. It actually gets them more scared. That's, that's all it does. It's only hurting people. When instead, you could be offering people hope in Jesus. You could be saying, look, it might be 5G, but even if it was, there is, there is hope. There is something that's even stronger than that. There's something that's so much more powerful. There's someone more powerful than the government or anything this world can throw at you. And that is Jesus Christ. Let me tell you about him. It could be that. You, you, could, you could present it like that, but these people don't want to do that. Because they, they know it's not a popular message. They know it's not going to get a lot of shares. They know they might be mocked for it, but not not by their namesake, but by the namesake of Jesus. And, and see, people people don't mind really being persecuted or being mocked when it's their own name at stake. Because to them, that gives them extra clout. That gives them extra drive to want to get into this stuff. It, it, to them, it, it's, it's almost like, um, like, like a badge of honor. You know, well, so-and-so said this about me. You know, I, I've been, I've, I've just been blasted all day online because I keep trying to tell people about 5G, and people just don't want to listen. Mm, I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm, I'm so much smarter and and better, and the, these guys just want to persecute me. See, it, they're, they're, they're being persecuted in their own name. It, it, it's, it's all a pride-driven, ego-driven thing. But when you proclaim the gospel of Jesus, if you're mocked for that. You're, 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 they're not, they're, they're mocking Jesus, you know, so then it's not so much about you. Then you don't get to have the, the thrill of the, the, the ego driven stuff. 
because you know that it's in the name of Jesus. But that is what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be pointing people to Jesus. And yes, people are going to mock you for that. But that's not for us to get prideful or boast about, lest any man should boast, because it's all about Jesus, right? It's not about you. It's not about me. It's all about Jesus. And these people think, seem to think that it's all about them. It's a big problem, and it's only getting worse. Uh, so we need to call it out for what it is, and we need to get these people out of our Christian circles. So, um, so I said that it, you know, it doesn't help or serve anybody in, in, who really needs to be served. It doesn't serve anybody except the person in a very prideful way. It serves the person who's presenting the information, but it doesn't serve the people who's reading it. It doesn't help bring the lost to Jesus. That's what I wrote right here. All it does is serve to inflate the ego of the prideful. It is the height of fear-mongering to focus solely on the conspiratorial and horrifying causes of this situation without offering people any kind of solution. I pray we Christians can grow up, get over ourselves, realize the times we're in, and use this opportunity to bring more people into the kingdom. That's why this is so important. So we need to know truth from, fa uh, truth from lies. We, we need to be able to know what the conspiracy theories are, what things might be true. Because again, 5G, there are some things that we need to be concerned about. And, um, but, but there's a lot of things that just aren't accurate at all. So uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about here, um, this comes from uh, Android Authority. 5G is not going to microwave your brain. Uh, all the myths uh, debunked. And uh, I won't go through all this. I'll just go through a little bit of it. But it says, with, with the transition to new networking technology, some familiar scare stories are reemerging. You might even see in a few in the comments here. 5G will give you cancer. MM wave technology leads to brain tumors and smartphones are microwaving our bodies or so the story the stories go. It's all hogwash. I mean, if you if you remember back in the 80s and 90s when cell phones first started, where they were first becoming a thing, and um, and, and remember they had those big antennas, um, they had those big antenna, antennas attached to them, and they were saying that that causes cancer, uh, but that all fizzled away and and, and was debunked because it wasn't it wasn't real. Now there were things to be worried about but nobody was focusing on those because they were more interested in the more extreme things you know the more the more extreme versions um and you know if if you're the one to know like what's really going on and it's it's this grand conspiracy then you're one of the few enlightened and, and you can see yourself as above everybody else i mean it's it's just it's it's so sickening um but i mean it, it really does make me wonder what, what why are we tolerating this in our especially if you're a truther like a real truther like you actually want to know the truth and you're not using it as a way to inflate your own ego why are we letting these people in our christian circles why aren't we blocking and deleting them online why why are we talking to them at all it just it doesn't make any sense to me why we haven't gotten this in control um but uh, so it says many of the persistent myths about cell tower radiation still hang over the industry from as far back as the 2G days. Many are wrongly concerned about the dangers even faster 5G technologies. Let's examine the leading studies and some of these persistent rumors surrounding apparent 5G dangers to put your mind at ease about the safety mobile technology. So understanding radiation. Radiation probably makes you think about waste hazards and nuclear bombs. While that's fair, there are plenty of very safe forms of radiation. You interact with them every day. Many of them are natural. But in fact, we're constantly bathing in background radiation like cosmic rays from the sun. That, that's, that's everywhere. 
Um, there's a major difference between safe radiation and the bad type associated with places like Chernobyl or x-ray machines. This is the difference between ionizing and non-ionizing radiation. Now, if you were able to catch the interview uh, in yesterday's Peck report with Aaron Sampson, then you now you know the difference between these two. But in case you didn't, we can go a little bit over it here. But I, I do suggest you go get a membership and get, get that interview um, at dailyrenegade.com. Ionizing radiation appears at wavelengths above ultraviolet light, a.k.a. X-rays and gamma rays. Uh, so we can see this graph here, non-ionizing and ionizing. These can damage your DNA by knocking electrons out of the base molecules leading to tumors and cancer. All right? So you, you get that here in the ionizing section. Now, lower frequency radio waves, like what's used for LTE mobile networks, are non-ionizing right here. Um, they can't cause the same type of damage. It's because they don't work, they don't operate the same. Certain non-ionizing wavelengths can still be bad for you as they produce heat at extremely high, at extremely high power levels. Your microwave can warm up some nasty TV dinners just fine, but it requires more than 1,000 watts of power to do so. Uh, so you need a lot more power in this area for it to even be remotely harmful. And that power just, it, it's not happening with, with uh, the, these non-ionizing things here. Um, so, again, there's that, there's that graph again. So it says a, a UV tanning booth is much more dangerous than LTE and Wi-Fi signals. The FCC's safe limit for mobile phones is specific absorb, absorption rate, or SAR, of 1.6 watts per uh, kilogram. Kilogram? Uh, 1.6 watt kilogram of mass, nowhere near enough to warm up your body. Smartphones marketed in the U.S. must demonstrate compliance with this limit before they go on sale. ICNIRP guidelines used in Europe and most other countries set this limit to around 2.0 watts per kilogram. Uh, the, these are the absolute legal limits of exposure. Most of the time, the real world values are significantly lower, especially when we put our phones down. Many studies have looked at if radio frequency electron, uh, electromagnetic radiation, or RFEMR, can affect healthy people. A literature review in 2009 and the 2010 Interphone study, see, they provide links. And this is the thing. They're providing you sources that you can go and, and investigate for yourself. Most of the conspiracy stuff doesn't do that. It's just conjecture. It's, it's, just, it's just somebody word vomiting on a page and just putting that out there as truth. The, the There are certain articles, while I might not agree with everything that the publication says in every article, or I might not even agree with everything that a certain article says, but if they, if they produce, if they cite their sources where you can actually click on links and do your own research, that's very telling. It means they're not trying to hide anything. They're actually just reporting what they found. Uh, and we should be looking into that ourselves, not just taking somebody's word for it. So both summarized the lack of findings on this topic quite well. In 2011, uh, the World Health Organization, who declared so, and yes, there are plenty of problems with, with uh, the World Health Organization. Uh, plenty of problems, plenty of things to be concerned about. But you got to look into each thing. Not Things aren't just all bad or all good. You know, when you think of an individual person, like one person is not just all bad or all good. They have some good qualities, they have some bad qualities. Now, I'm not talking about in the spiritual sense where we're all sinners and all of our righteousness is like filthy rags to the Lord. I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about just generally a person, just you look at a person, they're going to have some good things, some, some things that you like, some good qualities, some preferable qualities, and some bad ones. No one is all good or all bad. 
right? Not not in those regards. And again, I'm not speaking in a Christian, biblical, like spiritual. I, I'm not defining it that way for this. All, all I'm talking about is just qualities in a human being. I'm not talking about the spirit or soul or like any of that stuff. Um, so there, there, there's, there's no person that's all good or all bad. And there's no organization because an organization is just people. There's no organization that's just all good and all bad. There are organizations that might do more bad things than good things or mostly bad things even. Uh, but so the World Health Organization, uh, I think, has a lot of problems. There's a lot of things to criticize there, a lot. But again, you have to look at each thing in context. It's it's not it's not it's too reductive to just say that uh, the, the the you know WHO or who is just bad. So you can't trust anything that comes out of it because it's bad. Well, you got to look into the specific thing that you're referencing. So right here, it's referencing a specific thing. In 2011, the World Health Organization declared cell phones as a class 2B carcinogen, meaning the technology may be linked to cancer. This does not instantly imply the level of exposure for commercial products is dangerous. Other class 2B carcinogens include pickles, aloe vera leaf extract, and being a firefighter. Uh, so the semantics are important here. See, these are some of the problems with things like the the uh, World Health Organization and stuff. So just because the World Health Organization claims something might be linked to cancer, that doesn't mean there's any legitimacy to that. Um, have you ever had a, a pickle? Do you, do you hate pickles as much as you hate 5G? You know, so I mean, you can't. We can't just be going around with these double standards. There have been no conclusive uh, results indicating. Um, Mobile technologies are imminently dangerous to humans. Many uh, astroturfers rely on how difficult it is to contextualize scientific results to make wild claims that go unchecked for a long time in particular. They often cite one specific study as proof for their mis misinformation. You'll never be exposed to the amount of RF EMR in the study. Um, you, the U.S. Uh, National Toxicology Program, in 2016, the U.S. National Toxicology Program released draft findings of studies examining the non or examining the effects of non-ionizing radiation on rats and mice. Several populations establish a control group with males exposed to either CDMA or GSM cell phone radiation and females exposed to GSM cell phone radiation. That's 2G rather than modern 4G. Uh, researchers applied the following exposure protocol to test the animals. Uh, so it says rats and mice were exposed to GCM or CDMA uh, signals with whole bodies of exposure to uh, of 0 to 15 watts per kilogram. Rats were given a lower dose. Uh, exposure was initiated in utero. All exposures applied seven days a week for about nine hours a day. A single common group of unexposed rats or mice of each sex served as controls. After two years, the study found several rats and mice exhibited tumors. However, these results mostly concerned full body exposure rather than partial body exposure for humans. Um, there also weren't adequate controls for exposure uniformity, making it tough to tell exactly how much exposure each each rat actually received. How, so, so there were, there are issues with the study in general. Now, a lot of people will just use that study and claim that that proves it, but they won't look into the specifics of how the study was conducted. There are a lot of times that studies are cited as. Uh, you know, references as as proof of something, but when you look into it, the 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 study there there were there were problems with the study. So th this talks about it here, and it it goes on to say, however, it's important to remember a few rats getting tumors when exposed to between two and four times the allowed limit, 1.6 watts of kilograms per RF 
EMR for cell phones does not constitute proof of anything. You will never be exposed to the amount of RF EMR used in this study. With the mice, they use ludicrously high power levels up to 10 watts per kilogram of two for two-year studies and 15 watts per kilogram of short-term ones. All test groups actually had higher survival rates than the control groups, illustrating how correlation is not causation, just like uh, Aaron Sampson said in yesterday's PEC report in the members-only version um, or section. Many foundations like the American Cancer Society report the study without taking a strong stance, but the FDA, National Cancer Institute, and FCC all note that the overwhelming evidence points to the safety of cell phones and technologies like Bluetooth and Wi-Fi, even after considering the study's results. Um, and there, there's, there's a lot more information here uh, that, that you can look at at this article if you want to actually do some research and, and look into it yourself, Android Authority. Um, but we do have more to talk about because I want to talk about also, how five you know five G health risks are you know the, the internet's new conspiracy theory, and um, how anti five G activists claim that this upgrade to mobile networks will cause cancer, infertility, and autism. There's another article that I want to look at showing that there's there's not a whole lot of proof to this, uh, and the level of misinformation is growing. But there there is proof. There is actual proof, actual evidence that. 5G is associated with other concerns that we're not even addressing, but we really need to be. I mean, we really need to be. The, the people in control of 5G will be able to track you no matter where you are, uh, any moment of any day, in real time. It's not like a cell phone tower ping where they can get your general kind of, uh, you know, generally kind of where you are. They, they People in charge of this will actually be able to pinpoint exactly where you are all the time. I mean, there are actual legitimate concerns that we're not really addressing because we're too focused on this stuff. So we do have more to talk about. But I, I, I mainly wanted to, you know, I wanted to say I'm not like a pro 5G person, I, I, but I'm not totally anti 5G either. I think it's like any other technology. It can be abused, but we have to know how it's actually going to be abused so we can know what to look out for. So we so we know what regulations to demand. You know, we can't be saying just crazy off the wall stuff like 5G is, is you know, responsible for coronavirus. We can't be saying that stuff and expect anything to get done. Um, it's, it's just ridiculous and all, all it will do, it's going to have the opposite effect. And those who are rolling out 5g are just going to do it totally unregulated because they're going to dismiss all of us as totally crazy. Uh, so we got a lot more to talk about before we do though, uh, I want to tell you about Coastline Kratom. We have Kratom and CBD available at dailyrenegade.com. I use both of these things, uh, Coastline Kratom, CBD Pure, CBD Pets, and then there's also another company, Tropic Health, which you might have seen a commercial for in the beginning of this episode. Uh, but uh, these things are great, so I'm a chronic pain sufferer, but I don't have to take Vicodin or morphine like I used to have to. I used to have to take oxycodone even. Uh, like the hardest stuff imaginable I had to take. And I would, I, I honestly believe I'd be dead now uh, if it wasn't for um, Kratom. Because, you know, wh one of the things about being a chronic pain sufferer, we don't have long lifespans. Chronic pain sufferers typically don't have long lifespans. And it's not because of the chronic pain. It's because of the medication that they put us on. So you can be free from opioids. You you don't you don't have to be on narcotics. Even if even you don't even have to take Advil or Tylenol if you have joint pain or knee pain or back pain or mild arthritis or any number of things. Kratom really helps. CBD really helps. Uh, CBD is also good for anxiety, depression. Uh, Kratom is is also um, helps with sleep. I mean it's just, it's it's good for a lot of things. Um, 
But uh, you can find all of that at dailyrenegade.com. Um, we have three companies that we work with because I, I, I want to give you the best of the best, but I also want you to have uh, choices. So we went out and found just the best that's available. Uh, and Coastline Kratom, CBD Pure, and Tropic Health all have excellent uh, excellent products. And there's other things too that I'm not allowed to talk about on YouTube because if I do, YouTube will delete this video. They've, they deleted like 30 of our videos, even a documentary that I made about my six-year-old son Nathan's uh, battle with cancer. They deleted that video, even though there wasn't anything about natural health in it. There, there was no, those of you who, have, who saw it, there wasn't anything in it, but they, they labeled that as harmful uh, or dangerous material. So you can find all of that um, at dailyrenegade.com. While you're there, get a membership so you can watch the rest of this pack report as well as uh, all of our full uh, episodes that you can't get on YouTube, you can't get anywhere else. Uh, dailyrenegade.com. It is only $10 a month or $100 a year. I suggest getting the $100 a year because then you only have to pay for it once uh, and you get two months for free and then you don't have to think about it for another year. It's a great deal. All right, we're going to call it there for uh, people viewing for free. Um, Thank you for joining us. Members, hang on the line. Everybody else, take care. God bless.